0: Welcome to Nintendo Dad's episode 316, recorded tonight, February 25th, 2021. On tonight's episode, we talk about a lot of Nintendo information dumps that include Sakurai Presents, a Pokemon Presents. Oh, and by the way, BlizzCon presented, but that but that was last weekend. But you get the point. Lots of Nintendo news. I'm here with Jesse, I'm here with Marty, and this is Nintendo Dads, Cue the Music.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Marty here, and it is February the 25th, and this is Nintendo Dads episode 316, and man, I'm excited to get right into it tonight with two of my best friends that I don't really know. I don't know if you know that. We don't really, really know each other. We just exist on the internet, so it's kind of like maybe we're just AI, and we've kind of gone sentient.
2: Wow. who knows? Why do you say that? Because... That actually ties into what I've been playing.
1: <laughs> well, we'll get to that later on in the show, but that uh, that right there is the voice of one Mr. Jesse Waldack. Jesse, how are you doing? Pretty good. Uh, I finally got my
2: computer... Every time I've updated my computer in the last two years, it messes up my audio, and I've had to ro- ro- roll it back because I couldn't figure out a way to get it to working the way I wanted to. I finally got it figured out the way I wanted it to. So, uh, my, my Windows machine is finally
1: happy. And, and you're happy because the Windows, Windows machine is happy. Well, and yeah. we're happy but, you know, that you're happy. I work
2: happy. in IT and I know what, what uh, holes in security can do. Now, I don't want to have holes in security
1: in my machines. True. That is true. Tim's learning also, all about that in his school. Speaking of holes in security... Who let Justin Masson in here? What? What? I was gonna say like, speaking of holes in my underwear.
0: No, that's not the same thing. Okay. What's going on? Speaking of sounding better, I hope this sounds very nice. I got a new microphone. I'm very excited for it. I'm, I yes. I'm doing well, Marty. Thanks for asking. I appreciate it. How are you today?
1: Yeah, I'm doing really good. Like last week I had to like actually phone into the show, you know? So it's kind of weird. We were buried under inches of snow and ice, because here in the South, everything shuts down. But look, I survived. Here I am. We, we actually, you know, two days later after recording the show, we got to get out for the first time in five or six days. That's crazy. So uh, we're here. Things are good. I think, like, I got to spend a lot of quality time with my Switch, and so that was nice. It's always nice, isn't it? I did hate that, like, I couldn't be live with, like, super, like, you know, video live with you guys so we could talk about the glories of Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury together.
0: It Even is good. Did,
1: I mean, we did talk about it.
0: But I thought we did well for what we had. You
1: know what I'm that's saying? That's true. That's true. I well, we're good. anyway, speaking of doing good with what we have, we've got a little bit of news tonight and a lot of your questions and comments. So let's get straight into it, shall we? Let's do it. Justin, our news each and every week is brought to us by our fine, fine patrons over uh, at our Patreon. And if people wanted to join our Nintendo Dads Patreon, which, by the way, uh, you know, we've said for a while... Uh, you know, you can do it for a dollar and you can help, you know, spread the good news about Nintendo ads. We're changing that this week. I've decided let, let's a little branding change. I believe for what we offer that, uh, for a dollar. You should be giving a, month, a refund. No, no, <laughs> on contrary, my friends, <laughs> Uh, for what we offer, I believe, especially as much as we hear about the quality of the community that you can get for just a dollar, right? Uh, that we are one of the best values on the internet. Interesting. I really amazing do. proposition. And so where can people go if they would like to join this amazing community that we're building? Well, I want to add an
0: extra proposition. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm up with all the, the like value propositions that we should add. I think we're going to add a new channel to the Nintendo Dads podcast feed. Okay. Are you, are you ready for it? Let me know. This is, this is me pitching an idea to the team. Sure. All right. I'm ready to catch. Okay. You ready? Ready? It is Justin does... ASMR
1: I don't know how to spell that. That's good, right? Is that is that we're not doing I, I don't know that I don't know that people want to
0: I'll just like eat, eat you, chips into eat a microphone. Mmm pickles No? No? <laughs> well either which way if they if they if they want to get on that dumpster fire that we offer Head over to patreon.com backslash
1: Nintendo dads. And that's it. Here's what we'll do. If you'll go and join up at our Patreon. (laughs) We promise not uh, to give uh, you ASMR. We will not do just an ASMR. If if we do end up having to do it, can you just do one of like you playing uh, a game and like clicking the buttons close to the microphone?
0: I could totally do that. I got a controller around here. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. uh, Okay. Here here we go. this.
1: This is a preview. Ready? <laughs> I'm falling asleep already. Oh, Bowser! No, <laughs> Go yo, for oh, real. No. Can I? Can I, oh, this God. is an aside uh, here, a sidebar to this? Uh, my wife uh, for a while was having some sleep issues, and she really did try the ASMR thing. Yeah. And one night, I wake up, and it is pitch dark in our bedroom, and I hear this, something like this. Like it's a, it's a male voice close to my bed, and it's, like, <laughs> and it's like, you're going down, down into the depths, and I was like, what? The, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> so like I'm sitting up in bed and I'm freaking out, and she's like, huh oh, huh oh, what? And I was like, what? Who is talking? There's somebody in this room, and she's like, no, it's just my ASMR videos.
0: Uh, Megan Bander
1: from listening to those
0: anymore. nice megan brown in the youtube uh comments asks uh will says pass the chips cuz i'm having a bowl of chips right now are they ketchup actually they are not they are a bowl of spicy spicy dill pickle kettle now, whenever, chips
2: whenever any food says it's spicy it's usually, you know i i always find them disappointing cuz i want well, spicy and they
0: very very rarely follow through these are these, you know are, what, these are these know are know the what, These are the tip. These are the tip of the tongue, tip of the teeth, tip of the lips, uh, and you're kind of feeling the back of the back of the throat. You know
1: what I'm saying? So it's got a little bit. You there. know where a good place to discuss this would be is for five dollar patrons, and <laughs> I, they can go over to the Snack Dads is channel. Snack Dads channel. There's a <laughs> Snack Dads channel on the Discord that you get access to for being a Patreon <laughs> member, and you can do that. And look, look, you'll even get my review of these chocolate truffles. I uh, bought wow. tonight. Oh yeah. All those wow. see all those different varieties of truffles. They're going in here.
0: They're yeah. going in here and just that's po- that's post show content. You know what I'm saying? Yep, post. It show. is.
1: It is. <laughs> Tim's not here to say it, but hey, it's okay. But anyway, for a dollar a month, go to patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads. You can back us for more. But uh we would just love to see you over there because we I, I love hopping in Discord and chatting all the time with everybody. It. It's really cool, especially with all this kind of breaking news. That we've had, especially rumors. And so as we kick off our news section tonight, uh, we're going to kick off with kind of a, what would you call a news rumor? Uh, like a, a, a... Is it numer? an
2: announcement of an announcement?
1: Is it a numer? No. A, a ruse? Um, Word on or the proof. street? I, I don't know. But anyway, so here is the deal. This week, of course, and, and this has been going on for a while, 2020... Uh, was rife with rumors of the Switch Pro or whatever the Switch Next is. And uh, this week, according to insiders, some new information, uh, concrete information about the Switch Pro has apparently been revealed uh, that we'll see eventually to see if it's uh, okay or not. But apparently that the Switch Pro is releasing this year, that it will display in 4K, and it will also include uh, NVIDIA DLSS technology, that uh, NVIDIA is currently employing on its Shield tablets uh, in other regions, uh, which basically allows uh, games to upscale and display at uh, resolutions that they're not, maybe that they're not written at or they're not intended for. And so, uh, of course, this comes from, and I say this jokingly, but also respectfully, insiders, right? Yeah, that uh, say that this is definitely happening in 2021. Uh, and this was our most voted on topic this week. Guys, I, here's what I take away from this. Uh, people want a new Switch. <laughs> <laughs> I do. People people want a new Switch. People want something that is going to compete with uh, next-gen consoles. And uh, I don't necessarily need do... it to
2: be comparable to a PS5. It's just mine's... I'm rocking the, my, my original day one, almost four-year-old model, and uh, it, Same here. It's starting to show its age in some games.
1: Oh, definitely. I mean, when mine is overheating, uh, you know, that, uh, but playing games, just, just like playing games, then something's wrong there. And I've contemplated very heavily buying the Mario Switch. Uh, but I know that as soon as I do it, they're going to introduce Switch Pro, right? (laughs) And and I I was on a podcast a while ago when I first started podcasting. It's what got me into podcasting, me and some friends doing a pop culture podcast. And I remember sitting around one night recording an episode. We recorded on Thursday nights just like this. uh, And Nintendo casually shadow dropping the 3DS XL. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, just like here it is. Here's a news. Here's here's your news report. Here's your here's your presser. Uh, You know, it's and here's the website. It's already up. We announced it via Twitter. I kind of think that's what they're going to do with this. (laughs) Like, it would not surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me either. If because didn't they kind of do that with the switch light too?
0: Uh.
2: Maybe I don't. I remember. think they had an actual. I think they had an actual director. Yeah, work. yeah. That was paired with maybe. it was part of V three because it was announced at the same time that the Link's Awakening was announced.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's right. Well, because this they were comes released on the same day. This comes from a guy who actually does have a little bit of credibility. Uh, he is uh, a member of Reset Era. Uh, is a known industry insider Nate Drake, uh, which when he is not performing great heists on the PlayStation, he brings us Nintendo news. Uh, And here's what he says, this is the quote. He says, won't really talk about the tech specs that I have, Uh, talk more about the tech specs than I have. It has DLSS and it has 4K functionality. No reason to go deeper than that right now. That's enough to illustrate the device is a meaningful upgrade. First party support will span the new hardware and current Switch for at least a couple of years. We were shown as much yesterday, and I talked about it on my latest podcast. But then he says, let's say I'm confident it gets announced this year. A delay to 2022 would need to be communicated in the next few months as dev kits and third-party partners begin to plan software for the device. As of this very moment, February 18th, 2021, I believe the hope remains for a 2021 watch."
2: Michael yeah, says they'll announce it on April first, and if yeah. they do, then the big debate is: is this real or a hoax? <laughs> I, uh, I,
0: I believe that a Switch Pro is planned, or, or, or I believe, it, and I believe they were also calling it Super Switch, right? Super Nintendo Switch, not. I believe that's what I saw at one point. I'd be
1: okay with Super Switch
0: uh, or Super Nintendo Switch. Um, I believe it's in the works in some capacity, right? Y- you, you. They understand that their console needs to have a boost. Right you would do a an iteration to help boost sales. They don't need that right now. Um I I I think it's lined nicely with Breath of the Wild 2. And I think Breath of the Wild Two is probably a twenty twenty one game. Um I mean I think it's a I think it's kind of revealed like in September, or October or and comes out then. Do, um,
1: do you think that some of the um delay, and I use quotes again here on Breath of the Wild 2, is that it's going to span uh, consoles again, or span like the Wii U to the Switch. You know, originally Breath of the Wild was Wii U, and then now, oh, it's going to come out on Switch day and date as well. And now, look, sure, look, at here is the, uh, here's the, the the news or or the, the rumor that he's giving a first party support. It's going to be on both versions of the Switch for a couple of years. And that lines up nicely with with the original Breath of the Wild and with how long it normally takes it the to make sequel. a
2: Zelda game. they I don't think they've they're they're kind of on track. I don't think they've delayed anything. In fact, they may have to de- delay this console release to match the development cycle. I don't know. <laughs>
1: That's true. Yeah. I just I didn't know if it was like okay, we're planning this for the Switch. Oh well, now we're doing this, and you need to find a way to make it work on both. It's
0: Like, I I wonder, and I think the question is in here, I mean, Mecha Dragon said, you know, the Switch Pro is probably Nintendo's next console, right? Like, what does a, you know, is Nintendo going to change their console, like what we view as console cycles, right? Are they going to try and take the Apple approach? And and I think that's a little bit unclear. Like, is it is it just every every five years or four years we see a new model of the Switch and that's the newest that's the newest thing, the latest and greatest they move forward with? And I think that's the thing that's been discussed before. Um, it'll be interesting to see what their actual actual plans are, uh, because I think the other part is is I mean they have to make software. I don't think they want to divide the software base, right? I don't think Agreed. they want to say say like, oh well, this is only for the Switch Pro. Yeah. I think it's built on both platforms but the Switch Pro kind of does a push or, or changes the res. I,
2: I, I don't see, you know, I could be wrong and I would like to be, you know, if I'm wrong, great, but I'm not seeing this as the next gen. I'm seeing this as the iterative. This Correct. is the DSi. This is the new 3DS. Yeah. This is the PS4 Pro, etc.
0: Yeah. What do you guys think is, you know, I, I, maybe just a quick round the horn on this one and then we'll move on. What is the number one? the number one thing that the Switch Pro has to have for you to enjoy it or to be like, yeah, sure, look at, I'm all in.
2: Well, to me, to enjoy it, it needs to exist. But uh, okay. I know that's not what you meant. Um, yeah. you know, what's the, what's of, the
0: one change that needs to happen?
2: Well, I can think of a few, but I think the, if I were to pick one, I'd say 1080p handheld.
1: Okay. Marty? Hmm. Well the first the first thing that came to my mind is something they can do right now and that's competent online.
0: But I but I so here's the thing yeah and that's I guess that's but a great point that that's not dependent on the console that's yeah, the network the infrastructure. infrastructure is that's no, but separate be, from the console. It makes
1: sense for them to be holding back some UI upgrades or interface upgrades or connectivity upgrades for the next thing. Uh, honestly my switch as it is right now has the absolute worst wi-fi connectivity of all time mm. like all of my other devices are pulling full bars anywhere i go switch is like one or none they need to fix some yeah, internal the, the
2: wi-fi antenna has always been low end and that people we knew that from the start and so you know, getting a better the antenna thing, would help
1: the other thing i'd like to see them do is how close to the edge can they get that bezel Mm-hmm. Like a a, a a bigger screen, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't like I'm not necessarily one of the people who has to have like Jesse's like 1080p handheld. I don't think this is going to be a handheld. I think it's going to be a home console only. I still stand by that uh, because they're going to have to yeah. be able to do. They're going to have to have a box or a casing to be able to fit that power into. You yeah, know? And that was like, one of my predictions from last And so like, I could see it being like, hey, you've got a Switch. Why not go ahead and get a Switch Pro 2 and you can play Mario Odyssey 2 at home with 4K or you could take it on the go with your Switch.
2: Yeah, which is kind of what I meant by, you know, being iterative is it's not going to break the... Fan base, you know, any game that plays on the Switch will play on the Switch per, Mark Three, Super Switch Pro, whatever we want to call it, uh, and vice versa. So it's, there isn't, there shouldn't be, at least anytime soon, any Super Switch only games. Mm-hmm. They don't. Well, want to Hopefully,
1: do that. it won't be like the new Nintendo 3DS where there's only one game that has to be on. Yeah, the new Nintendo that was 3DS. maybe three or four. Most. Well. I, I think, just think Xenoblade Chronicles is pretty much the only high-profile right. one.
2: Yeah, well, that the the other the other one that was digital-only, but pretty much the entire Super Nintendo Virtual Console.
1: That's true. Still don't understand that. But anyway, right now these are just rumors. These these are just out there in the ether. So take it as you will. Uh, I'm with Justin. I do believe this is coming at some point. I think. Uh, the, the Super Switch or Switch Pro is Thanos, right, at this point. It is inevitable. Uh, and so it's it's going to happen. We just don't know when. I wish... I Justin, I want to ask you this before we move on. Mm-hmm. And we may have already covered this on the show, but it's always good to go back and revisit. Do you think that we would have seen this by now if there had been no COVID?
0: Uh, no, I don't think so necessarily. Um I think, I. Th- uh, mm. <laughs> well, he's thinking. I think it is a possibility
2: because we think I, you know, COVID bumped up the demand for home home entertainment, and so I, if we, without COVID we probably wouldn't be at eighty million units. We yeah, wouldn't that's... be in a de- state of depression like we were on year four of Wii U, but we it wouldn't be as great as it is now. So they would probably be more likely to want to push that out earlier.
0: Yeah, that was kind of why I paused there and pulled back because if we didn't have COVID, then we wouldn't have had the peak sales numbers that we did during that time, and and that wouldn't have like just accelerated that. And I think Nintendo could have said, "Yeah, year four is a bit of a slump for us, so we need to be prepared to launch this thing or to push it a bit more." But um, it's tough to say because I think they would have also realized that they were coming into November. You know, they they wouldn't have had it on like in April, right? Or else they would have released it in April and they wouldn't have put it in November because they'd be competing against PlayStation and Xbox. It may have been scheduled for this March, potentially like the rumored March or April that had been talked about. And it's got kicked down the street um, because the sales numbers aren't there potentially Um, or sorry, because the sales numbers are there and they don't need to actually pull the trigger on it. So it's really tough to say. um, I'd be interested in seeing, you know, a, a book or something in the end about where all this shook out to be.
1: I, I think that, and I was thinking that as you were saying all that, that I would love to eventually get, like, uh, just uh, from all the, the big three, like, what did this do to you, really? Mm-hmm. Like, what did it delay? Uh, yeah. And and how did you cope through that? Because, um, side note here, watching PlayStation state of play today, they've got some really good stuff coming. I, I was I, I was very happy today to be a PS5 owner. I was put to
2: looking
1: sleep looking at some of the stuff. What'd you say? I, I was put to sleep. Oh. Well, okay. I I just like that Kina game looks amazing. I can't wait for that. But anyway. Uh let's move on. Let's talk about some other things uh here. Uh the other biggest thing that, that our... are our poll numbers wanted to talk about was upcoming releases, guys. We've got a ton of yeah. upcoming releases and stuff, even that got um, revealed this week. So, Jesse, why don't you run down some of those for us?
2: Sure. Uh, I have two big announcements from BlizzCon. Uh, the first one was the Blizzard Arcade Collection, which was released then that same later that same day. Uh, three games in the collection: Lost Vikings from '92. Rock and Roll Racing from 93 and Black Blackthorn from 94
1: are these all the
2: arcade versions
1: as opposed to the uh, no. Nintendo uh, versions? no I was going to talk about that and what I've been playing I don't know I, I don't downloaded this. It. So each of the uh each three of the three games has uh the uh, what is called a definitive edition where some improvements to the game has been have been made so like for Rock and Roll Racing they did widescreen uh and they also uploaded CD quality music tracks. So all of the 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 music from the original game, like Judas Priest Breaking the Law, uh, you know, George George Thurgood, Bad to the Bone, it is the actual song now. Uh, as well as adding in, there's the each game also has the Super Nintendo version and the Genesis version. Uh, and in some cases, like Blackthorn, there was a Super Nintendo version. Then there was a Sega 32X version, uh, and that's there as well. So really cool that all of these things are in there. But the definitive edition kind of takes the best from both versions of the game. Uh, Whereas like the Genesis version often came out later and had new music or new levels, it adds that together into one package.
2: And I did hear that the Rocket Rock and Roll Racing was not stream friendly due to the music and licensing.
1: Mm. Well, we, I I recorded it and I did a video of it on our YouTube channel. And so far we didn't get a copyright strike and I actually used the MIDI music in it. So you can go over there and check that out. Now I had to change it and turn it off because I was aware of, you know, the, the CD quality tracks, you know, breaking that, but, uh, which also reminds me, Metallica played during <laughs> during That's BlizzCon, ridiculous. and Twitch silenced them during the actual broadcast. Wouldn't they would?
2: Yeah. Wouldn't they have an argument for if there was a DCMA throne that
1: hey you are doing this live? I don't know. I don't know, but Twitch. It just I think it's a great example of how DCM uh, uh, all of that has just gone too far. Yeah, it's 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 out of control.
2: Yeah, so the the game released for 1999 for Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, and PC. And the uh, other annu- announcement that relates to Nintendo is Diablo II Resurrected. Mm-hmm. I haven't played this game since like 2003. I think it's been a long time. Uh, you know, this game will be coming to. Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4 and 5, Xbox Series, and PC. It'll have remastered graphics, cross-platform progression, and will release later this year for
1: $39.99. Yeah, and I'm, that's really cool because uh, Diablo 3 on Switch was very well received.
2: Yeah, I haven't mm-hmm. played... I didn't play the Switch version of Diablo 3. Um, You know, the, the PC version of Diablo 2 was very PC-centric, with all, all, a whole row of buttons for your skills. So I don't know how the console versions of that... Uh, Fully expect to play up.
1: exactly like Diablo 3. Yeah.
2: yeah I, it would not,
1: uh, I mean, I, I bet it's built on that engine.
2: Yeah, John and Drew said it looked like it was in the Diablo 3 engine. So, you know, I did buy the, the PC version of Diablo 3 and couldn't get past Act 2. So I'm interested in checking this one out.
0: I, I would also say regarding that Blizzard Arcade Collection... Um, what they also did so they did have they did have the collection they also had like a deluxe collection that they also offered uh for for to purchase which had those games that marty referenced before but they also had um loot boxes or loot packs that went with diablo 3 and overwatch if you had them and rare skins as well so you got to kind of choose between the two of them there was a there was about a 10 dollars price difference as i recall um, between the two offerings and so again good opportunity for them to celebrate their success at blizzcon really getting people into it i was a little bit disappointed for blizzcon a couple things Uh, and i don't understand why hearthstone is not on the nintendo switch like it just feels like it's a game that could work on it could naturally fit on a handheld maybe there's something i'm missing there i would also say the other thing that i really liked about it, and if you haven't had an opportunity i talked about I, i wanted overwatch 2 to be coming um in 2021 it was one of those bets i had i've already lost the bet um but they did like a 40 minute behind the scenes of Overwatch 2 kind of director's cut. We've put it on our Facebook page as well to take a look at. If you're an Overwatch fan, interested in that genre, um, take a watch of that video. It is really, really good. It got me more and more excited for Overwatch. I'm already a huge Overwatch fan. Um, I'm hyped for Overwatch 2. Um, and it kind of got me like just going. Like I was like, yeah, more Overwatch. Let's go. So I'm excited. And it, it was announced in 2019 that was coming to the Switch. I have not seen any information that says otherwise at this point. Um that and so I'm I'm hoping we'll see that um some more information relatively soon.
1: Awesome. Uh do believe Overwatch did it not Overwatch 2 also get announced that it, it would be delayed.
0: Yes, that yeah so they had they they well what they have said is they said do not expect it in 2021. So
1: I fully believe that was a 2021 game and uh that was a big COVID delay too. Yeah. Because I mean, there was a big push for that in early 2020. Yep. And it looked like we were going to get news all year. And then I think they were like, whoa, hold up.
0: Yeah, then it's called. It's, it's, it, you know, if you watch the video, it sounds like they have, they have gone to the drawing board several times to make a lot of different changes on it. Um, but I would say like, and I know Marty, you're an Overwatch fan. Have you watched that, am, that, that, behind the scenes clip? I did
1: not get to yet. I, I would I really to.
0: recommend it. Um, they've got a new character, Soji. Now sure. Look at she's Canadian. So I'm already, already buying into it. It's got like his nice. awesome, ra- Awesome rail gun. Um, looks Ooh. really cool to play. Um, they've got some new locations. Looks great.
1: Well, and um, I-, I, want I to mention it. too, that speaking of behind the scenes, there is some really cool behind the scenes stuff from rock and roll racing and Lost Vikings of Blackthorn included mm-hmm. with that, uh, with that Blizzard collection. So, you know, if you're a fan of that old school Blizzard stuff, which I was, um, you know, back in the day, uh, I played all of those games on the original, you know, versions. And so I was super happy to see these kind of get their, their due, especially rock and roll racing. So many nights wasted to that guy lost that game uh, with with friends when I was a teenager. Uh, so let's talk about some other news headlines real quick. Uh, Blizzard had their announcement. Pokemon will also present uh, tomorrow or today, as mm-hmm. you are hearing this. Chances are, if you're listening to us in the afternoon on Friday, the twenty sixth, it's already happened. Uh, Nine a.m. Central Time, ten a.m. Eastern. Uh, this will be, uh, in honor of the 25th anniversary, uh, already today, uh, they have begun the celebration as like, I just, I can't even with this post Malone covered a Hootie and the Blowfish song in honor of Pokemon.
0: <laughs> also, as, as, as the cool kids would sna- say nowadays, nowadays it slaps, you know what I'm saying? It oh, it's slaps. a bop.
1: It's a bop. Yeah. Did, you uh, did, yeah, I, I, did you see what I, I did think- there?
0: Yeah. I think
1: that's another one. Is that another one? My kids are using that one.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Well, but anyway, it's actually pretty good. And as a Hootie and the Blowfish fan from way back, like I I thought he did it. He did the track justice. And as you listen to it, there are sounds embedded in it from various Pokemon games. Uh, Like he's actually used some of the, the, you know, the the soundtrack. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, But that's out there. Apparently it's part of a a larger 25th anniversary soundtrack that is being released for Pokemon. We don't know what else uh, is going to be on that, but you can also get a uh, 25th anniversary Pikachu that knows the move sing. Uh, in Pokemon Sword and Shield, you use the code P25Music. Uh, so this goes along with the album release uh, and the track release today. P25Music will get you uh, the Pikachu Uh, what do we expect to be released here? It's like, I know Justin, I know you're hyped.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm so hyped for the poke, the Pokemons, the, the Pikachus and the, the Ryus and the Kens and, and wobble, wobble puffet wobble. I don't know what animal this is or what Pokemon this is. Yeah, it's pretty genuine. I have no clue. But here's the thing, though. The amount of people like I this is another case of I'm really happy that somebody else is really happy. Um, it, you know, we've said before, it just wasn't my jam. I don't have 25 years of history with this thing. I have like two or three and I'm not super into it, like super lore. But I, I, I'm always interested in like it's a big event. It's 25 years. How are you going to celebrate it? What's it look like? I know there's a lot of people that are excited there's this rumor of a remaster of Diamond and Pearl. Are those those are games, right? Yes.
1: Yeah, that that'd be Gen four.
2: Yeah, I've kind of heard. People a have been things. wanting them for about eight years.
1: Yeah, it's so like only our- it's the only Pokemon game or generation that has not yet been remade. Is that correct? Well, th-
2: no. don't ask me. Well, I mean, five hasn't, you know. It, it, it's the next in line. So it's it's the know. next
1: one up. It's the next yeah. one in line. One, I, yeah.
2: I, One's been remade twice, then two's been remade, and three's been remade, and four's you now.
1: I,
0: like I, I genuinely suspect, besides Pokemon Snap, which comes out in April, uh, I do think we're going to get another Pokemon game later this year, in November, right? Um, because it makes money, and they do really well, and they can make a lot of money off of nostalgia. Um, so I I wouldn't be shocked... Is it too early to see a trailer for the new Pikachu movie? Do they confirm Pikachu 2?
1: There will be a Detective Pikachu 2. I think, I think there'll probably be some news on it. I don't know that we'll see any. A trailer. Yeah. We might see a logo.
0: Or, or this is going to be like 10 minutes of Pokemon sleep. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Justin, <laughs> please. Don't you bring that evil on me, Ricky Bobby pokemon sleep or pokemon brush your teeth or whatever it was like the weird garbage that happened a maybe, year ago maybe this time it will
1: be pokemon poop
0: could be it's could like your be.
1: potty training pokemon potty training app for mm-hmm. your kids
0: probably uh, we'll probably
2: expect to see pokemon unite uh news which yep. i heard canada they're ha- right north they're having they're having a beta that is mm-hmm. if you're canadian
0: yeah which i am how really? lucky am i eh uh the except the one I
1: person do- in this entire cast of uh, the whole show that cares this not <laughs> this- even this much about pokemon and yeah beta. but
0: here but here's a great part the out is that it's it's for android phones only and sure look at it, I'm an apple guy so man I was so pumped for it until I found out that it was uh android oh shucks what a miss so but I'm sure they're but what I'm sure first? But let me say this. I am sure that there are some of our Canadian listeners who are on Android devices who are excited for this. And if they are and they want to send us footage and content and reviews of it and opinions of it, man, you are more than welcome to.
1: That is not where I thought you were going with that. I thought you were going. And if they are, good for them. (laughs) (laughs) Have you played any MOBAs before?
0: God bless you. What? I'll take that as a no. No, I have never played multiplayer
1: online battle arena.
0: No, but I'm, I'm, I, I sometimes I watch them. I've looked at pictures of them, and I know League of the Legends is something that's quite big with the MOBA community. Wow, just a little Uh, bit. Actually, I watched a great video. I watched a movie on like League of Legends once. It was quite interesting. Actually, I would love for that game to actually come to the Switch. Genuinely, I think it'd be interesting. I've never played it.
1: It's amazing that we were supposed to talk about Pokemon here, and now we're talking about League of Legends.
0: At least not Apex Legends. You know so, what I'm saying? And it's like one this. step away. That's how <laughs> we get there. You know, well, that's next <laughs> week. See what happened that's there? League week. of Legends, Apex Legends. All right, guys, let's talk about Fortnite. Here we go. This is how it works. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I can bring it all around whenever I want. Here's the deal. Like,
1: I, at this point, about chips again. Like, talk about Pokemon. I don't. <clears throat> want any remakes if they're not let's go. Oh yeah, okay. I want I want a let's go style game. Like because here's the deal. Like as a person who had I, I don't know. I guess the only description like that I could say about, like where was I with Pokemon before Sword and Shield and Let's Go, I had flirted with Pokemon. Ooh. Like I would yoosh. buy the games and I would play like 15 minutes of them and be like, yeah, it's good. I did it. I did the thing. And then I go back to it and I'll be like, oh, now I gotta start over. And I'd play another 15 minutes and get a little bit further than where I wanted to, you know, was last time. But let's go like it looked like the cartoon, it had a ton of charm and personality. I thought it was exactly how it should have been from the beginning. And Sword and Shield was just great to me. I I enjoyed it. So if they want to remake, like if they want to do Let's Go Johto or Let's Go Merrill. Or whatever other cause like let's just be honest, the Gen 2 starters are crap. I don't care what anybody says. None of them are like Pikachu or Eevee. So find a, a cute Pokemon. There's a mouse Pokemon that's blue that bounces around on a ball that's Meryl. Yeah, let's let's go Meryl. Do that. You just want an excuse to whip out your Pokeball. That's right. Yeah, I do I definitely have been waiting for two years. Now. Oh my god, Jesse, how quickly you had right that already.
2: Look he's, he's I like, he just happened to, to have brought this in from the car to charge. I also like are, how you have double balls. you know i I dual wielded when I played Pokemon go. I'm <laughs> no laughing.
0: I think we found our show title, gentlemen. Double Pokemon balls. Oh my gosh uh dual wielding and i will I will say this though, like let's go. I, I had a great, I had great fun with that. And so did my kids. And, and as much as I busting about the Pokeball, um, and by the way, thank you Nintendo for sending that to us. Um, which was great. Like it was, it was such a, it was such an interactive experience. It was a lot of fun. And I think in a lot of, a lot of ways, I think the experience and the, in the content that was learned from Pokemon Go that made it really approachable, that made it really accessible, I think fans in subways were kind of disappointed that not a lot of that, tra- not everything of that transitioned over to sword and shield, but sword and shield tried some different things. I think they're supposed to, um, but I do think the let's go series is a great opportunity to reintroduce, make it approachable. Um, it'll, I'm, they're They're going to do well with this tomorrow. There's going to be stuff. The they're going to make money.
1: I would be really happy if they took Pokemon snap since it's on rails and they introduced a DLC to it where instead of taking their pictures, you were shooting them, and it was called Pokemon Safari. I would be okay with that. <laughs> like, it's just it's Ash catch them. Wow. He's finally had enough. You realize there, they a-
2: had a Pokemon Safari in a previous game. It wasn't actual. Were you guns. shooting
1: Pokemon? Or no,
2: were you?
1: but it was. And then were you hunting them for sport? Because you know I'd be okay I, with that.
0: You know how we could. You know what we could do is then then there's like this like dome or circle that slowly begins to shrink in more and more, and the Pokemon <laughs> begin to squeeze in more and more uh, let me guess you start with 100 of them sure i, I guess there's 150 of them all. you gotta shoot them all
1: you gotta shoot them all now the pokemon wrap is in my solos, head, it's, duos it's, you trios? gotta shoot them all gotta shoot them all right by the way justin you never did the pokemon rap
0: no what is the pokemon rap
1: you're weren't you supposed to do the pokemon rap Chat, can we pull this out? Was I supposed to do a Pokemon rap at some Everybody point? Everybody say
0: yes. Oh, you're, you're a real beast. I'd like I'd like to see where I had where I was told I was supposed to do that. But that does sound like something that I would say yes, I would do. Ball well says he is, now. We, he is now. If
1: we got to a certain look, that is early. We're planning early. That is a 2021 extra life goal. If there you we go. reach our full goal, Justin will do his own version of the Pokemon. Yeah,
0: I rap. will dress up like Ash, catch him. Is that his name? Need, is Ash it, Ketchum. Little backpack. I'll put on a t-shirt that's four sizes so, too is small. Is it the original one, one or the around?
2: updated one with 850 of
0: them? I can barely say five of them, right?
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Either which way. If you guys are excited for us, let us know. Um, but yeah, good for Pokemon. Good for Pokemon. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, here's some other things we just want to hit. Uh, of course, we know that Pyra and Mithra are coming to Smash. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, it was revealed that Sakurai presents Pyra slash Mithra will be released on March fourth at six a.m. Pacific time. Which now that's tells not me the release
0: that's not the release date of the actual character. No, that's just. But
1: yeah, okay. but I was about to say, which tells me by that early release, that's the release date of that character. They're coming that day. Yeah, they're normal. Well, they,
2: yeah, it's a very rarely day, it? day and date. It's usually within a week though. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But the last few of these presentations have not come out that early in the morning.
0: No, because the last one was for Minecraft, and that was on like a Saturday because they revealed that, like, the Minecraft thing. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're probably right that I wouldn't be shocked if it was out today or out,
1: Unless out the idea is, uh, it is a worldwide premiere and they're doing it for audiences in the East.
0: Could be. But you know what? That would make sense. Myron Piff. Pith- Pyra and Mithra. Pyra <laughs> Oh my gosh. Are, are, you know, big, big in the East. And also, did you hear that like Xenoblade Chronicles 2 has been sold out like over in Japan, yep. like physical versions of it?
1: It's crazy. So yeah. Uh, more power to them. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Tried that game two hours in. I was like, Nope.
0: I I have not – well, I had got the Golden Torna DLC and mm-hmm. the game, uh, and I've played about four or five hours of the Golden Torna, and then I got distracted by something shiny. So I haven't I, – like, I haven't even – The Golden Torna wasn't shiny enough? No, it was good, but I got distracted by something else that, like, didn't make – well, here's the, here's the actual reality of it. I it didn't realize you had to job. turn on – well, I know. I didn't realize you had to turn on saves. And I went through like three hours of the game and died, and had to start from scratch again. And I was like, "Oh, I am mad! I am real mad."
1: Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, guys, that's about it for uh, our
0: news. Well, we got some so, more news. Uh, I, I have additional about. game
2: releases that we haven't talked oh, about.
1: Sorry, I skipped those. You did. Yeah. Go ahead, Jesse. I'm uh, okay. My bad. So,
2: this one was originally announced, I think, almost a year ago. Uh, it was, you know, Cyanide and Happiness Freakopolis. Back then it was just, it was called Part One. So I figured they were, originally they were planning on releasing that in 2020 and then future parts later. It is no longer called Part One. They took that out. So I think it's all the entire game now in one package. But that will release on March 11th of this year.
0: It's well, <laughs> um, Are you, sorry, are you sure it's not called Part One? It, also, like part I, part one's part one's not part of the title as well,
2: not anymore. I, I, I because, looked at the Nintendo website and it was not there anymore.
0: Oh, well, that's interesting because I put in our request for the game today and part one was in the title.
2: Really, yeah, then maybe Nintendo's confused. And because uh, I was like, that's me. an
0: I was like, that's a very odd naming convention because
2: I, I, I literally took out the part one from our release, <laughs> release list today I don't when know. I
0: so anyway, anyway, so it might may or may not be part one. We'll find out next week. So I have sorry, and i I apologize. I am I am on the site that we use to when we are requesting games. Cyanide and Happiness Freak Freak Apocalypse Part One Hall Pass to Hell is the title. Wow. That
1: escalated quickly.
0: Yeah, that is being used in the uh for um content creators to to submit their requests.
1: Something tells me that is not a dad-approved game. I mean, it Uh, might be a good game. I'm just saying maybe not a family-approved game.
0: Maybe not a family-approved game.
1: All past the hell.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: So another game that originally was in our rumors section, but then it got escalated to news the following day, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 is coming to the Switch. Now, this is kind of a funny story I wanted to tell. Uh, this all started... The rumor started because of a conversation between multiple Twitter accounts. Tony Hawk's Twitter account wrote, Just heard hashtag Crash4 is coming to new platforms and I'm kind of jealous. Hey, at Crash Bandicoot, can you hook at Tony Hawk the game up? Crash Bandicoot's Twitter replies, Whoa, who dis? JK, let me see what I can do. At Activision, any help? And then <laughs> Nintendo... America, and I did verify it wasn't a spoof account, it was the real account, says first it does just eyeball emoji <laughs> and then replied later with, come on Crash, make it happen for at Tony Hawk the game. And then 24 hours later it was officially announced that the game will release March 26th on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series.
1: Can I ask a question here? You just did. Why was this not mentioned during the direct? Because this is a pretty huge announcement. I think not announcing it during the direct was dumb. I don't. I, I just
2: because I was there watching Twitter when it happened. This whole Twitter conversation was funny. But if you missed it, then it then you would it wouldn't be well, as funny. I,
0: I mean, I think this is. I mean, I, this very much feels like the nineteen nineties Activision market marketing team. You know shenanigans. Um, I, I think I think it creates. They may have said like we can create a better, a bigger conversation by not being in it this way, right? Like I think they're able, they're able to own the conversation outside the direct. Because as, hey Marty, what was the twelfth game in the direct? <laughs> <I> don't remember. <laughs> right ninja guide in the three pack by the way i checked i didn't check um (laughs) but what what i'm saying there is like they can they can if it is ninja guidance pure guess pure lucky shot um they can own it they can own their own conversation their own beat right and and they get their own space so
1: now i'm looking it up
0: Sure, fair enough. The other games that w- that was announced last week or this week as well that had been leaked before that I thought was going to actually be in that uh, direct is Star Wars Republic Commando. This was originally released back in 2005 and is coming to the Nintendo Switch and Xbox 4 on
1: April 6th. Did either of you play Star Wars Republic Commando? No, and I'm super excited that this is coming because I didn't even know this game existed. It was on Xbox. was on Xbox and I, like there's a portion of Xbox history that I missed mm. because I didn't get an Xbox until late in the the console's life cycle. I am so glad this is coming like a Star Wars shooter with tactics. Yes. Yes, all of the yes to this. I can't wait. And it seems to have pretty good buzz around it, so hopefully that means it is a good game.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The 12th game was Stubbs the Zombie.
1: <laughs> also a good game. Which is interesting. Let me say this. It's it's funny that we're talking about this because Aspire, who did Stubbs the Zombie, is also bringing Republic Commando to the Switch. Oh, interesting. So we may see other Xbox games make their way over. Hmm. I really and like, I love this because, you know... These are games that I never would have picked. Like I never would have been like, "Yeah, let's put Stubbs the Zombie on is, Switch," but it's really good. Is Aspire just picking
0: up old licenses like THQ Nordic?
1: I'm are not they sure. are they a
0: subsidiary? Like I'd be curious about like where that cuz I mean just just and again, nothing wrong with that, but just randomly kind of picking up um, you know, Xbox they games were that originally are originally
1: 50- founded to yeah. port top gaming titles to Mac OS.
0: Interesting. Interesting, Hmm. but then they're like, "Hey, you know where actually people buy games? Not Mac OS." Yeah,
1: especially in the two so many games on my Mac.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Insane. Anyway, I th- well, but the, think that there, that covers I mean, everything it,
0: right? that I had in the notes.
1: Yeah, okay. I mean there there is
0: a conversation. I think I think the the chat was about like all the games that are coming the Switch coming up soon. Right. Like I don't know about you guys, but like my 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 like my brain and my world is breaking. So let me give you a quick list of what March I got going on.
1: Of twenty twenty one. Yeah, I have almost becoming like September of 2019.
0: Yes. Yeah, so here's here's what I got going. I got um Sea of Solitude next week. Uh Apex Legends, obviously the week that following week. Crash Bandicoot four, the following or that week as well, same as Apex. Um Plants versus Zombies is the week following. Um the week after that would have been Monster Hunter. I chose not to get Monster Hunter. Um but yeah, there's just a ton, ton of content uh going on and I know that like Marty Stubbs is in there. Like there's a lot a lot of content coming.
1: So wait, Sea of Solitude's out next week on Switch?
0: Yeah, March 4th. It's available right now in the eShop director's
1: God cut. Come it. Yeah. Like I got to have a break, y'all. Yeah. I well and then And then, have a break. And then me, it's, March is is this is is that? And Apex and more Fortnite and yep. Stubbs. And I'm not getting Monster Hunter.
0: Yeah, I, I said no Republic to Monster Commando, Hunter. Public Commando. That's April. Um,
1: I will probably be picking up Tony Hawk as well. Yeah. Cause I I did not pick up on Tony Hawk until Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. Yeah. And I was going through the I Wanna Be a Skate Kid phase, but I don't want to sure. ride skateboard because yeah. All of this on a skateboard hitting yeah. the ground, yeah. not good. For sure. Right. So, I, but everything skate related, loved it. So, yeah. I'm like, I love those games. I missed one and two. Yeah. Uh, I have and 18 so games. I really want to list Mark flagged dead.
2: as either with a specific date in March or just March 2021.
0: Yeah. And, and then, yeah, like there's, there's just, there is so much. And then I suspect somewhere in March Nintendo's gonna be like, oh by the way, here's an indie world. But then I actually or look a into like direct. yeah, but then I look into actually like April and May, and there's nothing in those months that interests me, except for Knockout City interests me in May. And then after after that, the next one I got is Mario Golf at the end of June. So it's it's peaks and valleys. Do they read the chat? Yes, we do read the chat. Thanks for asking. Someone asked, "Did that, we did miss they read
1: something?"
0: The... No, it's, I'm trying to out that right now. They, the uh, they just said, "Do they read the chat?" Yes, we do read the chat. We do. If there's is there a question or a comment, throw it in the chat, and we will we will look to respond.
1: Yeah. Well, until that happens, though, how about we move on to some events? Stupid. Jesse, I want you to tell us about Pokemon Go. You do. I do.
2: I don't even have Pokemon. I, I, I do have some Pokemon names. I normally, I try to throw as many Pokemon names in there as I can. Well, just because you do know, you have a difficult, we know how much. Guest. Okay, so we have Pokemon Go Season of Legends event, which starts March first 8 a.m. through June first 10 a.m. local times. Throughout the month of March, Gibble will be the research breakthrough encounter. Incarnate forms of Tornadus, Thunderous, and Landerous will be available in five star raids starting March first. Not how I would have pronounced those names,
1: but you're doing great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. If you played last year, especially during the start of the pandemic, these were the forms that were out that were that were out around March, April time. And one of them I'm missing, because I didn't go out that week. Then the Therian forms of Tornadus, Thunderus, and Landorus will be in five-star raids starting March 16th. Those are new to the game. They haven't; those forms have not been in before. There's going to be a new Mega Pokémon in Mega raids starting March 16th. More details to follow on that. Pokémon hatching from eggs and spawning in the wild will will be updated with this new season. Five-star raids will be given a an XP boost which is, you know, good if you're trying to get well, any level, but especially since they opened up up to level 50, I need, I need 7 million XP just to get to 43 on one account. So, hope, I don't know what the bonus XP is, but that'll be that'll be helpful and then there'll be multiple opportunities for free remote raid passes throughout the season. Awesome. And and then one other event that I have here, Super Mario Brothers 35 is having a second World Account Challenge. It already started; it started on the 22nd, and it'll go through March 1st. The challenge is to defeat 350 million Goomba worldwide. If successful, every participant at the end will receive 350 My Nintendo Platinum Points.
1: This is going to happen. Because have you ever been in a in a, a, a game where the, all the Goombas start coming toward you? Yep, yep, it's going to happen.
2: And this weekend's special event features levels that have Goomba everywhere. So there I you haven't go. I haven't played since the last since the Bowser Count Challenge, but this weekend I will launch it and I, play a game or two. Yeah, I haven't Just,
1: played since then either. So yeah, I'll definitely have to jump in. I. Remember you've only got about a month left to play this game unless by some for some crazy reason <clears> Nintendo <throat> says, you know what, we're going to let it stick around. Which I kind of think like why wouldn't you? But anyway. I'm
0: I'm waiting I'm waiting for it to free up a square on my Switch.
1: Well, you, you are you can free up the square a square any time person. you want, right? Yeah, you can
0: I know. You can but, then, it right but I then I know, but I feel that I once Nintendo takes it from me then I'm justified to be upset about it. If I delete it that's on my own. <laughs> wow. It's on my own. That's on me. But if Nintendo wow. takes it then I can okay. be very upset about something I don't genuinely care about.
1: Well, yeah, okay. Well, speaking of things that you have been upset about, let's talk about what we've been playing. Let's do it. Justin, uh, you and I today had a little funny thing happen. Uh, we did. This is, this is called What Happens When uh, the Cast of Nintendo Dads Does Not <laughs> Communicate. And it's called Marty and Justin both bought Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection. Nothing wrong with both that. both filmed first look videos Indeed. and uploaded them at almost the same time.
2: Sure did. Uh- <laughs> so, you know, no, so, no one else
0: did a Let's Play of the game I played.
1: That's true. That's yeah. True. I
2: don't.
0: No one else likes Persona Five. Why would we do that? So talki-
2: that's not the game I'm talking about. But we'll no, get to that.
1: Justin, I want to hear your uh, thoughts on <clears throat> this new Ghosts and Goblins game because I have some thoughts on it. Sure. But uh, I'll let you go first.
0: Yeah. So I, in my video, which will be launched tomorrow, and by the way, the title of it is Ghosts and Goblins uh, Let's uh, uh, Rage. Cause you are going to see like, you guys need to tune in. Cause the last three minutes of it, I like lose my mind at this game. I get so, so angry. I have to like, I literally have to kind of walk away, breathe. Um, I, I think I said before ghosts and goblins played a lot uh, when I was a kid in Sega. That was like the only Sega game I really liked, but I really, really enjoyed it. Right. It was a tough kind of platforming game. I thought this was a, I thought this was going to be like just basically, um, a remake of it. Um, and I would say it's it I would say it's a it is a resurrection. It's an iteration on the series. It is not a one for one remake. Um, it holds a lot of what we know to be true in Ghosts and Goblins to be there, right? So the movement feels the exact same. The music is obviously there. The characters, Arthur getting hit,, uh, your quest, the the kind of the difficulty of it. But the levels are are new. They're definitely new or remastered, remade. There's inspirations from it. So I really like that about it as well. A couple of the things I really thought were great about it is there are levels of difficulty you can choose. Yes. And what is the very top one? Do you remember? Legend. Yeah. So that's Legend, Knight, uh, Squire. Squire, and then Page. And each of those has different kind of like basically it's, you know, it's, it's how hard it's going to be. Uh, and whether you have additional lives and, um, if the or sorry, like points. You, sorry, yeah well, yeah, well, no, the levels all have the checkpoints, but, but it's your ability to kind of move or, or, or move away from a checkpoint. The other nice part is I like that if you die several times at one spot, it actually comes up on the prompt and says, like, yeah, do you want to like turn this down to the next level of like difficulty? So I thought that was a really great function. Um, so the accessibility part of it, I really, really liked. One of the comments I had about it was that it feels so weird. It, you know, Ghosts and Goblins was developed or created back in the 90s, right? We've had 80s. 30, 80, was it 80s? Okay, so like 30 plus years of game design changing, and Arthur can still not, 40, <laughs> still cannot change, like, angles on his shots. are always north, south, e- south, south, east, or west. He cannot do diagonal shots, and it absolutely drives me bonkers. Um, if you enjoy Ghosts and Goblins, I think you'll enjoy this game. It's fun. I've enjoyed it. It is definitely rage inducing. I had some spots where I was like I got just just really frustrated by it. Um, I will say this about it. I do believe it's a bit higher price than it should be in Canada it came up as 40 USD which is pretty high. I would recommend saying if you like Google Ghosts and Goblins, put it on your wish list. I don't think you need to buy it now. Right, like, there isn't a hype conversation about it right now. Uh, put it in your wish list, and in like four months from now, Capcom's going to have a sale. It'll be like fifty percent off. Pick it up then. But it is a lot of fun. I'm having a good yeah. time with it. Um, I, that's I been see my it experience. as twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, it. Yeah, which I think is what it was in the U.S. Um, Canada it it was it was forty. So so that's, so I my okay. commentary okay. Lisa, there is there. I'm said having
2: forty USD. So I thought like
0: I apologize. Forty
1: dollars for it.
0: <laughs> no, I paid forty Canadian with it. Sorry, Look, Marty. What makes are your sense, thoughts man. on this thing?
1: So I will, first and foremost, I'll absolutely agree with you and, uh, about the price thing. But I do think, on the other hand, that if you appreciate this type of remake, then you do need to buy this game eventually. Yeah. And and maybe even at the price that it is. And here's why. Because I think it will send a message to Capcom that and other developers, we appreciate Thoughtful, well done remakes like this because it is extremely well done. Yeah, it, it is. Graphically, it is an absolute treat. Uh, Audio, the sound, uh, sound is design is great. On.
0: Oh, the, um, the best part is the sound design is like, oh, I like you hear it instantly, you're like, oh, yeah, there it is. But then you're yeah. like, oh, wait, it, it, like they've done a great remix of it. Like, do you mean it's, it's, the sound design is good. Sound design yeah,
1: is good. and even, even the upgrades to gameplay, like with adding in it's, it's almost like, uh, the best way I know to describe this game is if you've ever played the original Ghosts and Goblins, but then you've also played Ghouls and Ghosts, which was on the Sega Genesis early on, it's kind of a marriage of those. It's kind of like it took some of the levels and concepts from that game and also married them with the, go- with the Ghosts and Goblins concept from the arcade uh, with magic and different things. There's brand new weapons and ways, like even Super Ghouls and Ghosts uh, for the Super Nintendo. There are some enemies and um, set pieces and things that come in from that game as well. Uh, and I think it's just, it's masterfully done. But this afternoon, I finished the game on page, like in an hour. And it was fun. Um, like, I told Justin, like, the only way I know to describe it is I kind of just ramrodded my way through it. Because in Page, you have unlimited lives. You don't start at a checkpoint almost 99% of the time. When you die, you appear right where you were. And you just start over. So bosses, like, you could just hammer on them and they go down. Right? So it's not really, like, it, it helps you get a feel for the game. But it also helps you enjoy it if you suck at it. And for the most part, like I would say, 95% of the population, we suck at ghosts and goblins games, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this is an enjoyable way to do it, but I don't think it's a thirty-dollar enjoyable way to do it. Now, if you love a challenge and you want a two-day, uh, a two-D uh, uh, Dark Souls-esque difficulty type game, then and you're a sadomasochist who loves punishment in video game form, then this game is for you. Uh, mm-hmm. It's beautifully done. But I think you can wait for it to drop about ten dollars.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Cool, awesome. So yeah, Marty's Marty's let's play is up. Uh, our first look, and then uh, you will see uh, you will see mine. And stay until the end, folks. Stay until the end. Um, yeah, it's it's a heartbreaker, real heartbreaker. Uh, Marty, do you want me to talk about other games I've been playing? Sure. Okay, cool. Uh, so I have been in honor of Legend of Zelda, right? is the anniversary on Sunday, which, by the way, like, round of applause to Legend of Zelda for turning 35. Uh, thank you, Nintendo, for saying nothing about it on that day. Uh, but sure, look, that's fine. Also, for those... who e- something planned like Yeah, that's the other thing. For all of you that are really upset that, like, uh, Skyward Sword is all we're going to get for Legend of Zelda's anniversary, Nintendo is going to move... Is going to use it over the entire year. All right, simmer, simmer down. They're managing their PR and communication beats. How many Mario things of... did we get last year? Yeah, I don't think we we'll a... necessarily get that many Zelda things, but we we'll get more than yeah, one. Yeah, there's going to be a ton of things, and really, I don't By think the they, way, I don't think they have they have finished that. Like the Mario thing is until it is done until March 31st. Marty, I send to you.
1: I'm going to say this: Nintendo of America, Nintendo of America, did not say anything about the 35th anniversary of Zelda. Because it's not until August 22nd, 1987. Nice. (laughs) So it's 35 on August 22nd. Okay. Give it some time. Right. Like that's probably what they were thinking is it's not February. That's when it came out in Japan. All right. Uh, So just give it a little bit of time and trust me, Wind Waker is coming out later on this year. It's happening.
0: Yeah, well, we'll see about that one. So uh, so I have been playing uh, Link's Awakening in my honor of it because I realized that I had not finished that game. So, Justin, uh,
1: come on, man.
0: I know. Here's what I've discovered. I play 70% of games and I don't finish them. So Amazing. I'm really trying to conservatively make an effort to finish with like 30%. Uh, I have like two dungeons left or two instruments left to collect. So I feel like I'm going to really push through. That's my goal for uh, for the next, like, week is to finish that game, and then I'll be happy with it.
2: Yeah, so you're so, almost to, to the point where I stopped playing as well, because, like, I got fed up with one of the dungeons. I have beat this game in the past, so I have finished mm. it. I just didn't finish, uh, never finished this version either.
0: Yeah. Uh, I did the, I just finished the Face Shrine. The Face Shrine dungeon. Face mm. shire. yeah. So that was, so I'm getting there for sure. Um, but yeah, you know what, again... Here's the thing: As I play it, I'm like, "This is such a gorgeous game! Absolutely. Such a gorgeous game, and so much fun!" And I and it just reminds me of how much I love it when I play it. It reminds me of how much I love a Link to the Past and a Link Between Worlds, and and also how much I would love to see a brand new. Two, what do they call this one? 2D isometric, isometric Zelda. That's what I would love to see. And not that know. you're like, not, not that you're like, no, Justin. I you, you either get this or Breath of the Wild too. I would just love to see another one like that, and in that art style too. Absolutely adore it. Um, So that's what I'm playing. One other game I'm playing, Knockout City was revealed in the Nintendo Direct last week. And Knockout City had a beta via Steam this last weekend. So I jumped in for the beta. And this game is kind of cool and is actually like really, really fun. And it has now gone from a yellow on my list to a green on my list. And here's the other part. Kudos to Sony – because they showed this game off in their state of play today, and they did a much better job explaining what this game was. And that's the trailer we should have seen Nintendo Direct because they did this is a, this is that dodgeball game. Uh, man, this is it, it. Reminds me of Splatoon meets a little bit of Fortnite ish yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, a little bit ish um, with um, what's that other game? I always keep forgetting <laughs> it. That stupid bubblegum game. Ninjala? Ninjala. It's got aspects of that, but not not bad aspects. I think this is going to be a great, great party game. I'm going to be interested about the pricing model, uh, but I've enjo- I enjoyed Knockout City. It didn't turn out well when I captured it. It is available on our YouTube channel, but that's because I think I was pushing my laptop to do way too many things it shouldn't have been doing. Um, but Knockout City, keep your eyes on it. I think it's going to be really, really good. I, I enjoyed a lot of it.
2: I still want a game with that from the with the the pixelated princess from the Nintendo trailer. I don't care about the game itself. I just want that, that character in it.
0: Yeah, and those. I like that, that I liked whole, her. That whole interview section has absolutely nothing to do with the game in any capacity. I know. I realized that. But, like, uh, but I liked her. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So yeah, those are the games I have been playing. Uh, Jesse, what have you been playing? Okay, I've have a few weird games here.
2: So, released today, and I didn't even know it was coming. I saw it on the, the the release PR. A game called Castle Kong, and you'll never guess what the inspiration is to it. <laughs> and, you know, it's literally, you know, uh, set up just like the original Donkey Kong. So they say it's 20, 22 levels with four stages total, and it will get to a kill screen. They didn't say what the kill screen was, only that it has one. And hmm. there's, you know, online leaderboards. And uh, I did about a 20-minute recording of it earlier today. I think I got just shy of 20,000 points, and I got to like 630th place or something like that.
0: Wow.
2: The top score was 1.1 1. 1 million. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit away from that. I was able to get to stage one of level two. And uh, so, that's not yet on YouTube, but it will be this weekend or early next week. Pokemon Go, as I've been talking about for like the last two months, had their Go, their Kanto Tour event on the 20th. It was a 12-hour event from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. That basically had all the Kanto Pokemon available in one way or another. And I had to choose between Red and... Red ticket or a green ticket, and that was certain. Pokemon would only spawn as a result of incense if I had a certain color ticket, and then for the other side to get it count towards this collection, I had to trade. So there was ten sets of collections in in the setup that we had to do. Try to remember what they were. There was you know six by incense, six by trade, a total of fifty. Based on uh, like the hourly rotation of the spawns, then they had eight by special research rewards. They had eight by raids, and then if you're doing the math, you were missing 72 Pokemon. To so the other 72 are all the evolutions of all the previous Pokemon. So if you did all 10 collections, you got a whole 150 Pokemon accounted for. Not now, not including Mew. And I was able to do that. I finished it at 6.30. So I played nine and a half hours of almost nonstop Pokemon Go. Wow. And I did wow. about five hours of live streaming. So they broken up into three parts. So those are on the channel. And then the, uh, the two breaks I took were about two hours each where I went out driving to do things, you know, at Pokestops that I can't do at the house and, you know, things like that. And then that then triggered... Finishing all the those missions triggered another set of missions. To that will reward will be a shiny Mew. And wh- like one of those steps are you have to catch thirty Pokemon of every type, and that will take a while. <laughs> wow! Yikes. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was that was fun. I had a lot of people in the chat. You know, I had my friend codes up on the screen, so they mm-hmm. were sending me friend invites. So I was, and then I'm like, oh, there's a Mewtwo in my area who's around who wants an invite and then people will say i'm here i'm here i'm here so i invited them and we were able to do raids just with between myself and the chat and that was fun and that's awesome do. if there was more than three gyms in my, in my radius i probably would do that more often you know just live stream pokemon but uh it's not really viable to try to do that as a scheduled event some aren't yeah you know, Ibisol asks aren't some geolocked in normal cases yes they you know like uh, Kangaskhan mime uh and far-fetched are normally not available in North America you know and Taurus is the north American regional variant but for during that day everything was available so people you know people were able to get all 150 Pokemon that day Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. I yeah, I don't remember where I was when we talked about it last week. I 100%ed Bowser's Fury, then started mm-hmm. 3D World for the the monthly mayhem. Um they I got to I, I think the final world just starting that final world where the credits will roll the first time when I beat Bowser which nice. then unlocks the special worlds. So I still have a ways to go, but I you know, put that on the back burner because of my final game, Persona 5 Strikers, that I was able to buy last week, four days early, and I Dad's after dark kind of said, ooh, that's kind of a shady thing. But, you know, considering... I was originally going to wait to buy it just in case we got a code. But then, yeah. ooh you get a soundtrack if you buy the 10, the, the package, it costs $10 more.
0: Yeah.
2: And like, okay, sold about that. So you, you, you basically, so the tip for $10 more, you get $15 worth of DLC plus the soundtrack bonus pack, which I did a video on. So that's on the YouTube. And then you get four day early access. So on Saturday or Sunday, I forget which day it was. I recorded a let's play of the first two hours of the game. And that went up on YouTube on Tuesday. So that's available to watch. After I posted that, I went back and watched my let's play of the demo from last year, which covers almost the entire two hours. You know, it basically it, you know, in the two hours you you left the first dungeon and then you had some story in the real world. Mm -hmm. The demo stops as soon as you go through the portal. So every, so it. It was about an hour and a half of the two hours, and I swear I made the same comments and made the same jokes in both videos.
0: <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Nice. Yep.
2: Okay, That's great so stuff. Uh, I am at the. I just finished the first jail. So instead of palaces from the original Persona Five, there are jails in this one. I just finished the first jail. So I was like eight hours in, you know, my son's on the last jail and he has a friend who's already beaten the game. So that that's that's the game that my focus is on.
1: There were people who had already gotten the Platinum on PS5 before, uh, in PS4, wow. before it came out yes. and for, for, for those, most people to play.
2: And yes, this is a sequel to the Persona 5. And if you've played the original game, it helps. But I think they do enough exposition where they need to, to explain Certain things you would have already known. You don't really have to have played it, but again, it still helps. So if you're on the fence because oh, I've never played the original, I'd say give this one a try. I'll, you know, I would say try the demo, but there isn't a demo in North America. But uh, open, up make a Japanese account, and then try the demo. <laughs> and the gameplay is yeah. more, you know, again, it's it's not as Musso like like uh, Hyrule Warriors is. It's kind of in the middle ground it's more like a kingdom hearts and you know it's normally not a gameplay style i like and because of that at one point i had to turn it down to easy from normal and i'm just gonna keep it at easy throughout the rest of the game i don't care i just want to see what the story where this goes with the story i'm not really there for the challenge
1: are the the same voice actors from persona 5
2: from what I can tell, yes. I don't think there was any any voice alike, so I think these are all the same cast.
1: Cool. Awesome. Well, I've been playing Super Mario 3D World, and uh, as I was...
2: It was also spoilers. I want to be surprised about Jails. Okay, okay, you got spoiled for the first 45 minutes into the game. That's when you find out about Jails.
1: <laughs> there you go. Uh, I finished Bowser's Fury... One hundred percent all the cat shines, everything, uh, and unlocked the the changes that come along with that. I was
2: gonna say, did you relaunch the game?
1: Pretty cool. Pretty yes. cool. I, I enjoyed that. Uh Mario 3D World, uh like I'm still chugging on Mario Three D World. I haven't been playing it as much as I uh want to, but uh that's because Fortnite. Uh I'm very, very close to level one hundred. Uh, I play until my XP booster runs out every day, and then I quit.
2: That sounds reasonable.
1: So I've got like seven levels left. So I think eight, seven or eight. Uh, and then picked up Ghost of Goblins Resurrection today. I've already talked about that. Uh, the Animal Crossing update for the Mario gear is out, by the way. Uh, and if you download that and sign in, you get uh, the Mario Piranha Plant and Blocks wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, for your house which is really cool uh, it's it's one of the ones that moves in the background uh, and so I can't wait for all of that content uh, and the other thing um, is uh, I've been playing the original Legend of Zelda uh, I started this in honor of the 35th anniversary uh, on Sunday and got a considerable way through I, th- I finished through Dungeon 5 of 9 uh and so i just decided hey i want to finish this i want to beat it and so i'm and I working was more help
2: it. with i was more help to helping marty than i was trained you know when you asked me for the help and I'm like i have no idea what what yeah, where, where you are helpful, in this game
1: actually. when you're playing Link,
2: link's awakening i am
1: playing through it with the uh hand-drawn guide For The Legend of Zelda, which is that still free at this time?
2: I think it was only free for the day because that day was the 35th anniversary day. If
1: you have not seen this, um, there's a guy who did um, a Zelda uh, hand-drawn game guide. And I love it because it doesn't give away every little step you have to make. It, it, It reads almost like a story. And uh, he's actually got three of these out right now. There's one for Contra, there's one for Ninja Gaiden, and there's one for The Legend of Zelda. And you can get this, uh, the digital version of them, for a dollar.
2: Yeah. It, it's a it's a name your price, but it's got to be a dollar.
1: Yeah. And for that one day,
2: it was Zip to zero.
1: Gumroad.com backslash hand-drawn game guides. And huge shout out to him. This is such a labor of love, but I love It's so the art is so cool. Uh, and the map in the front where he's got the entire uh Hyrule map drawn out, uh, and hand numbered where everything is super helpful. Uh, and I love here that it says one of these is coming very soon for Metroid, and I will That's probably awesome. play through the NES Metroid. Once that comes out, because I love his style, like I said, of not giving everything away. Like, you know, it's it's not handholding. It's like, hey, you should probably go over here. Uh, And it's and it's almost reads like a story in some places. And it even has uh, the the original story of The Legend of Zelda redrawn and kind of expanded on in the beginning. Uh, It's just super cool. 64 page guide. Uh guided journey through Hyrule, tied together with an original narrative take, fully drawn world map and all nine dungeons, art for every character, enemy, boss, and item, loaded with tips and secrets. So, yeah, super cool. Uh Go support Hand-Drawn Game Guides. Again, that's gumroad.com, Hand-Drawn Game Guides. And that is what I've been playing, guys. So, nice. it's time to turn on the Community Spotlight.
2: Do it. I need so to put we'll a link a- to that guide in the chats.
1: Awesome! Thank you for doing that. Um, question that comes to us from Discord from docad 87 This is a fun one. He says, "I wanted to know your views on buying the game, the same game." multiple times over different systems, which probably all of us have done at some point.
2: I don't know what Do you
1: think about. it's wrong that Nintendo does not offer an upgrade option like what they did on the Wii U with Zelda Wind Waker and Mario 3D World out on the Switch? Why are we buying these games again? Surely Nintendo is laughing at us for doing this and preying on the nostalgia we have. What are your views? Oh, I, my
2: first thought is, these, this isn't exactly the same comparison. The the Wii U upgrade system was for virtual console games, for NES, SNES, and N64 games that were previously on the Wii Virtual Console. So there, you were literally buying the same ROM again. No changes. No, So th- that was nice of them to say, hey, I'll, if you, you bought Mario 3 on the Wii, pay a dollar and you can get the Wii U version. Um but you know, all these other remasters remakes, you know, they that's not just the same ROM dumped again, that's actual work put into it. And you know is it sixty dollars worth of effort? I don't know. But you know, I, I don't think it's reasonable for them to just have a like twenty or thirty dollar upgrade cost.
1: Let me I, let know, me throw they, something they, out there, Jesse, before you that. before we break away from you. I think this is especially an interesting question because as we are recording this today, Sony just had their newest State of Play uh, presentation, which at the end, they announced an upgrade to Final Fantasy VII Remake for the PS5. If you own the PS4 version, you will be able to port your saves over and download the game or get a graphical upgraded version of the game. Uh, on your PS5 including brand new DLC uh featuring Yuffie for free
2: yeah well my my i think the Yuffie DLC so, is also for PS4 not necessarily PS5 only and Oh
1: really okay
2: and the PS4 to PS5 upgrade thing that's like across the board you know
1: some so, games are doing it and some games aren't
2: yeah yeah, well, Sony's doing it for free. So I know some sub-publishers some are saying, yeah, $10 for this upgrade.
1: Right. And so... I just think it's interesting that but, Nintendo but, says, we'll give you Skyward Sword in HD. It's $60. And Sony says, we're going to give you basically a bunch of people's Game of the Year last year uh, upgraded to our new system for free.
2: Right. And then Ubisoft mentioned, you know, unless you have the game on PS4 but bought the digital PS5, then you got to buy it again because the disc is the key. And if you can't put the disc in, then you can't play it. So Um, if you bought a digital
1: version on PS4, you will not be able to do this.
2: No, no, no. If you have – the digital versions will migrate over fine. It's If you have the digital PS5 only that has no disc. Oh. Then Uh there's no disc to – there's no disc drive to put in.
1: That's cuz they
2: actually made a little line saying if you have the a, di- a PS4 disc and the PS5 digital version then you can't migrate it. But yeah.
1: I I love that during this entire discussion between me and you, Justin has simply leaned back, put his hands behind his head and taken off his glasses and has what I could only describe to you audio only listeners as a smirk on his face. And so let is, let's open the door, unleash business. Justin, here he comes. I I don't have a huge issue with it. And here's the challenge:
0: I am also the guy who's bought like Super Mario two on every single console that I absolutely possibly could. Yeah. Would I like for Nintendo to say like they did in the Wii U? Like, sure, look, you pay an extra buck and you get the the version that goes over. We all would love that, right? However, that's not the reality of it. And the reality of why they don't do that is because these games are new to somebody, right? And yes, I get that you already own them somewhere else, but you're also the one making the decision to pay for it. If you don't agree with that that practice, don't buy them again. It's just that simple. If you have that, if you have an issue with it, you know, should Nintendo do this? Yeah, it'd be great. Do they? No. Why? Uh, Simple money, right? Uh, they know they can make money, and people will do it again. Um, so we also have this like fear that we're going to lose our things, right? We're gonna we're gonna lose our 3ds, and that has all of our games on it. So we'll, we'll buy it somewhere else, right? Like we'll buy more content. That's the I mean that's the digital consumption of it. Um, so I don't I don't really have an issue with it you know this is the same conversation of like people like oh I can't believe so, you know Skyward Sword is 10 years old and they're charging 60 bucks that's horrendous time effort and work had to be done to put into it it's not a simple like drag and drop of a file onto a disk and you're done right work has to be done and by the way it's new to somebody just because you played or didn't like it back 10 years ago doesn't matter. And Nintendo knows the value of their IPs. They're not going to change it. They're not going to alter that. So if you don't like the price of it, don't buy it. That's it. Simple.
2: Yeah. Another comparison, you know, my understanding of the way that the, the PlayStation works, migrating a game, a PS4 game with upgrading it to PS5 uh, of visual effects, is it's still basically the same executable with a new texture pack and new effects that it can access. The, the, the equivalent to this we've seen with Nintendo is 3D All-Stars. It's running the N64 ROMs with additional textures patched in and additional, you know, things like that. Where Skyward Sword, it, that's not just texture replacement. That's, you know, full that's work. M- models yep. redone. A you know, whole yep. new executable is being built. They it, had to do a, a whole mapping a of. The,
0: they had to do a whole mapping of the controls. That's and that's not as simple as like a just drag and drop file. Like okay. again, any time, any any content is there is more effort. There's resources. There's time. There's there's people salaries, benefits. There's like the all has to be ca- paid for.
2: And that's something I realized when I was trying to play Galaxy on the Switch. Is it works on the Wii because there's only one analog stick. So you have no second stick for camera controls, which is what I'm trying to do. And it doesn't do what I want it to do because that's not what it was meant for. And we're going to have the same problem with Skyward Sword. People are going to want that right stick to be camera controls, but no, that's your sword.
0: Yeah. Also just judging by the language that Dodd 87 used, I would say that they believe it's wrong that Nintendo doesn't offer an upgrade, um, option. Um, I, I mean, is it wrong? It's business. It's their decision, right? I'd love for them to do it. They don't. Yeah. They did it once. If didn't it work was out first. a us. texture
2: pack, then sure. $60 definitely would be too much. But yeah. it, it's this, not. this is more than just that. Yeah, it's exactly. based, almost rebuilding the game from scratch.
0: And I'm is, sure they it, are a
2: shared code, but minimally. It,
0: it, I love that the other question is like, is Nintendo laughing this and playing on our nostalgia? Yes. <laughs> to both to both questions,
1: I just wonder if there's like some board somewhere that they have a running total of how many systems can we sell this game on? Yeah, probably. and they they just look at it and it's like the the laughing Leonardo DiCaprio gif, you know, where he's dr- yes. where he's drinking the wine.
0: I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna remind everyone here this. Right? Yep. This. Game and Watch for those who aren't This is Nintendo fans in the most quintessential, simplistic way. Right? You literally sold me a game that is over 35 years old $50. on a piece. $50 for $50 on a piece of plastic that is barely bigger than a credit card. And we all lost our freaking mind. Why? Because nostalgia, because if there's any organization or company, especially in the video game space that has the tightest grip on nostalgia, it is Nintendo. And they know how to play that card so, so well. Um, so I do play the collector's card in me. Yeah. Cause I bought one, and it's unopened
2: on my shelf up here that you can't see, along with the Pinset 1 that I haven't opened. And and Pinset 2 will be joining it next week. Mm-hmm. Unopened. Pinset
1: 2 is on its way to me right now. <laughs> there you go,
0: Ebbisell. It's 947.
1: <laughs>
2: well, he's saying it- that it doesn't have an alarm, because the original oh. Game Watch actually had an alarm feature that would chime. Then that, that the, this one does not have an alarm.
0: Now it's 948. <laughs> If there is some way to keep the keep that on display all the time, yeah, and I, I know you have, to, like, plug- you have to have it. You have to have it plugged in yeah. at all times. I'm looking at my setup here, and there's no like. I'm not. I'm not.
1: I'm sure US someone TV has
0: a 3D printed stand for it. I'm sure there is. I'm like- sure
1: they do. Yeah, uh, it's out there. We've seen pictures in our Discord. Uh, let's move on to the next question here. These are from Patreon. Uh, Simon Hawkins asks us this. I have recently got into roguelike roguelike Mm. games, having played Hades, Dead Cells, and Slay the Spire. Mm. I'm really getting into Nowhere Profits. Do you have a favorite game in this genre or game that you could recommend I try next? Thanks for a great show. Have a good one. Gentlemen, I'll take it from here.
2: Before you do, I will throw out a game, even though I normally don't like roguelikes, but if you're okay with card games... That a roguelikes, dicey dungeon. I don't know, a lot of people on our discord liked it and played it to 100%. Yes. I only got about Good. 30% through it.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna, but I, I still had you, fun with it. Can I give you th- my three uh, Neon Abyss, Foregone, Scourge Bringer, Scourge, <laughs> Scourge Bringer? One I always <laughs> say wrong every time. Those would be my three. Uh, roguelikes, and you've got a roguelike you're playing right now, do you not, Mr. Martiestis? sent to us by the fantastic folks over Team 17.
1: I do. It is called Rogue Legends. And uh, it is fantastic. Uh, it is basically linked to the past roguelike. You do not need to miss this game. But... If I have to recommend one roguelike game, one that stands a far, a head and shoulders above the rest. Oh, you're saying to the guns, aren't you? You need to play Enter the Gungeon. It came out the first year the Switch was out, and I still play it at least three or four times a month. Just throwing it out there. It's the best. It really it is. I, I mean there's not but if you if you want a different take on roguelikes, let me give you another one too. Okay. And that is Bad North, which is a roguelike tactical game, which puts you on an island in the middle of the Sounds ocean even worse. with some Vikings. <laughs> They do different things that you can change to do different things. And you have to survive through uh, a journey, you know, through all these islands and they do, you get different people and different things and commanders and different kinds of uh, different kinds of uh, special gear that do mm-hmm. different things. And you're trying to survive all the way to the final island. And then one other, and I'm done. And that is Flint Hook, which came out back in 2017, which is a great, great mix of Metroidvania, roguelike, and Mega Man. Yep. I've
0: I've actually got two others to put on your radar. West of Dead. That came out in August. That's a really great game. Great voice acting from Ron Perlman. But the nice twist about it is it's it's basically a 3D roguelike uh, which is really, really cool. And there's another one that actually just came out this week, uh, and on Antonio Contrario er, is actually going to be doing the the coverage for us, and that is uh, Curse of the Dead Gods that just came out this week. Um, and so you can, we're going to have more coverage on that as well. So the the switch is not short on some roguelikes, but there are a ton in there. Marty has, you know, as much as I bash on Marty for his, uh, his roguelike, he has absolute love for Enter the Gungeon and if there is somebody who knows a roguelites I would trust uh Marty.
1: I do I do want to back up here and say this. I called a game earlier that we talked about that I'm playing right now from Team17, Rogue Legends that is not true. I had a brain fart. It's Rogue Heroes, Ruins of Tassos. And uh I would definitely recommend this one if you're a fan of the old school SNES game Act Razor, where you you know, you you did some levels, but then you got to come back and got to build your town or help the area. It definitely invoked that for me. And uh, but if, you, if you're if you into that and Link to the Past, you should check it out.
2: Tim's trying to cause problems in chat.
1: He yeah, says, take that. the
0: rogue lights, throw them in a dumpster and let them on fire. Can we, can can we, um, what happened? Can you ban someone in YouTube or what do you do? Do you, do you put them in timeout or something? Do you mute them? Like, how does that work? Can we do that to him? I might be able to. <laughs> can we put him in like a uh, like a five minute timeout? Can we put him in a jail? Yeah, let's do that. Can we awesome. put him
1: in a in a persona five <laughs> jail of his uh, like that's yeah. his mind? Yeah, I don't know
2: YouTube moderation like I do Twitch. Uh,
1: oh. I, I
2: I can add him as a moderator, but don't Get out of here. Get out of here. You.
1: Uh, here we go. Yep. Uh, from uh, Jesus a. Mata. asks, this gentleman and Jason. I, for one, am surprised that Nintendo has brought back Nintendo Directs. I did enjoy everything, but I'm pleasantly surprised with the way they approached the Zelda thing. Will Nintendo ever care for their IPs and give us great things for their anniversaries, or are remakes slash remasters the only thing that they can do to celebrate anniversaries? At least we got 12 more days till we get Apex on the Switch. Yeah, we do. And we got a bunch of other great games coming to the Switch. So I think the question he's asking is, will Nintendo ever get anniversaries right? Well, yeah, we said
2: this earlier. I don't think, you know, Skyward Sword won't be the only Zelda thing. There'll be something new. It may not be the big new game we want. It might be like Mario 35, something you know, on a small scale, but I think there'll be something new that we don't know, that we won't see coming.
0: Yeah, uh uh jesse take a look at the chat it looks like you actually removed tim's moderation ability which is funny he's losing it um it. It. it's okay uh you know I, I i think i think nintendo will probably just you know rebox re-anniversarize and, and sell right that's probably what they're going to do um i'd lo- like i like i don't I'd love for them to say like, here's a, you know, some kind of like, Hey, here's a Zelda game you never saw. And it's celebrating 35 years. And it's somehow like, like it's Zelda traveling through the different versions of Zelda in the timeline and experiencing very different things. I would love that. But knowing, knowing Nintendo and knowing. So it's the idea of like least amount of effort to make the most amount of money. Like, I mean, I know that sounds absolutely horrible, but that's probably what they're going to do is we're going to see rebundles of you know Wind Waker and Twilight Princess and all those things and they're going to sell really really well and they're going to be limited time sales by the way for you know the they'll they'll only be available till March 31st of 2022 and everyone's going to buy a crud amount of them um i would love you know they'll they'll do a they'll do a Nintendo Switch design like a like a a SKU to celebrate something just like they did for Mario, but like I don't think they're gonna, you know, I don't know. Set your expectations low. Pretend like set your expectations to you're going to a birthday party, and there's ice cream cake, but you also realize that the ice cream cake was probably left outside in the sun. It's still ice cream cake, but it's melted and doesn't taste as good, and you're disappointed, but you'll still eat it. And That's you've got kind to of
1: scrape it off the tablecloth. Yeah, but you'll still you'll mouth. still eat it because you know it's ice
0: cream cake. So I think that's a good equivalent of how Nintendo celebrates uh, their own anniversaries. But let me just iTunes. say this:
1: picture this with me, gentlemen. Zelda. Thirty-five. Thirty-five links roaming around the map, killing enemies, sending nice. them to other people. Nice. I'd be yeah. Get to the dungeon, get the Triforce, uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know. And then all of a sudden you're in the first dungeon and you go into the next room and instead of being full of skeletons and bats, Ganon's there and you know, you've got to figure out how to beat him and move on. I love that. It's coming. I, I believe it, but here's the thing. I, I I will say this about the anniversary thing. I think Nintendo does a, a fairly okay job with celebrating anniversaries. I mean, Get it out of your mind this year that we're getting a Pokemon, Metroid, Zelda, and everything anniversary all at the same time. It's not going to happen. But the other thing is this, is name me another company that does anniversaries well. I can't think of any. Disney? Not a, a video game company.
0: Well, nobody has the same amount of lore or IPs.
1: I mean, okay. maybe. Well,
0: yeah. Nobody does it let the me, same let way. Let me say
1: this: the closest thing I have experienced to what I think people want Nintendo to do, as far as celebrating their IP and celebrating everything, is what Sony did with Astro's Playroom on the PS5.
0: Yeah, that's a great point.
1: Because Astro's Playroom is it's it's meant to show off all the capabilities, like it's a tech demo. 3D platformer that actually ends up being pretty dang fantastic. Yeah. But there's, there's, once you collect all the collectibles collectibles in the game, you
2: build an in game museum.
1: Yeah. And it's like, you can go and like push buttons uh, on the the big PS1. You can jump up and down on top of it, make the door open and do all this stuff. It makes you want to come back and do that. Nintendo has the ability to do this, but.
0: They do it, they do it in really like small, subtle ways. So in my office right here in front of me is the is the NES Lego set, right? That we all got in August and spent you know, like a day building. But do you remember when you built level one, two on the side of it?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? You're like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they have they have these they have these things that will provide you these nostalgia moments of like, oh yeah. And 3D World, Mario 3D World has a lot of those as well. But they are a company that understands the subtlety. Sometimes they're not as they're not as kind of over the head, over the hammer, or, or across the head on head on your hammer on it as some other companies are. Um, but I but I but I think you're right. Like they could do something like that, and man, we'd all eat it up, right?
1: Like I've said multiple times on the show, or we've said, that like uh, a, an RPG or a Skylanders S game featuring Amiibo, where it's like the whole world of the yeah. the whole. Everything of Nintendo, wherever, like, there's a nexus and it connects from Mushroom Kingdom to Hyrule to Metroid, you know, to Zebus or wherever, you know, like, it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer. But again, why does Nintendo do what they do? Justin, you said it earlier. Do they like money, money, money. money.
0: But, you know the other. You know the one game I was thinking of that might have actually been the closest reference point to that like um, PlayStation game you're referencing.
1: Say it, because I know what you're about to say.
0: Say it together: three, two, one. Nintendo, Nintendo Land. Land. Yep, we use Nintendo Land was the closest thing I think they had to that.
1: And and you know what's funny about Nintendo Land is I seem to remember that it didn't exactly set the world on fire when it came out. But now everybody's like, man, I love Nintendo Land. I sure wish Nintendo Land would come back. That's why Nintendo doesn't do these things. Mm -hmm. Because they do it and everybody goes, eh. But then when they don't do anything, it's like, man, what the crap? They didn't even mention Zelda on its birthday. And that's why they do it. Yeah. Because they get the mediocre reaction other times and they think, well, it's not worth it.
0: Yeah. They're darned if you do, they're darned if you don't.
1: Exactly. exactly. I am excited, and, though,
0: to think that maybe this year for Zelda we'll have, like, a Lego collaboration.
1: Oh. It, it could happen. Here's the thing. The newest Direct is the best example I can think of in recent history of Nintendo's Darned If You Do, Darned If You Don't. It's like, we want a Direct, but we don't want that Direct. Yeah.
0: That's a, that's a, that's a super tough one. I recently, uh, I, I actually found out today um a uh, it's called like a it's actually called like the garnet hype cycle and it actually basically talks about that idea of like there's nothing super hyped what happens after a disappointment and then this like realization leveling out of essentially Sounds like, like sonic sonic the hedgehog cycle. of like oh okay it's not as bad as it appears to be um i don't know yeah i was listening to some of the stuff off of kind of funny this week and like they were still kind of bagging on it too and i'm like I don't know. They were they were going to lose any way they cut it.
1: Any way oh, they absolutely. cut it, they were going to lose. Absolutely. One last question here from our good friend Bruce Patterson.
0: Bruce Patterson. Uh, he in the Great White North.
1: He commented on our post. And he said this. I have a question. Do you think this year that MLB the show will show up in the Switch at all with crossplay? Wasn't there a
0: rumor about this for There's a while? There's been a
1: hint. Right? Even Nintendo kind of retweeted one of MLB, the show's tweets on, you know, the actual Twitter accounts.
0: Yeah. And I would say, I would say this, I would say a social media manager, especially for a company as big as Nintendo, they don't just do things for, for giggles. Do you know what I mean? Like, Oh, that's cool. I'll just hit retweet. Like there's usually, I'm not going to say like there's always something behind it, but there is some, you know, I don't know. Like, I think that could happen. I think it could happen. Um,
2: I would have thought we would have heard about it by now, since it releases at April twenty.
1: I think it, it's going to be like Tony Hawk. I think you're going right to you're going to get the others, and then it's going to come out switch when later. Actual season starts,
0: and will it have crossplay? You
1: know, I think you know, it's funny,
0: Bruce. Like so much of those conversations now, like crossplay. Remember how when crossplay used to be like, "Ah, uh, did you guys know this game had crossplay?" And you're like, "What?" Right. You know, I love the fact that the industry is in in general is getting to a point now where cross play is not a exception, but rather a expectation uh, for a lot of these multi-platform games. And uh, my hope is that, indeed, that will be um, will be the case for MLB The Show. That'd be great.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't like baseball. I don't care. So I hope you get it. That's all I, I can. Really say. Sp- I'm,
2: I'm trying to see when this when this season starts. I didn't realize spring training was so long. It's almost two months. It was over two months.
0: Yeah. Still waiting for NHL '94 Retro Rewind or whatever that is, right?
1: Well, maybe it's one of those EA games that's coming this year.
0: EA has all of a sudden really shown up with the love in the last couple months, right? Well, they like Nintendo. Love money. Yeah. Well, that's not a shocker. Looks so like a April first, but but <laughs> think about think about this from EA's perspective. Just just coming up here in May, right? Or sorry, in March. Apex, uh, Sea of Solitude. That's a that's an EA original.
1: Plants vs Zombies. Plants
0: vs Zombies is e- EA, and then Knockout City in June is an EA original as well. Um, so I think that's really interesting. Um, yeah, so. First Frostbite uh, engine game Garden Garden Warfare, right? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right on that, Abysal. That um, the Plants vs. Zombie will be the first Frostbite engine.
1: Awesome.
0: Be interesting to see how that goes.
1: Well, guys, that is episode 316 of Nintendo Dads. We thank you for hanging out with us, either on the YouTubes and Twitches or uh, on the audio version of the podcast as well. Uh, and as we close out the show. Uh, We want to say a huge thanks to our Patreon producers. That's Chris Mears, Dave Ernsberger, Antonio Contronio, and Christopher Waring. You guys are awesome as well as each and every one of you over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo dads, where you can join up and uh, be a part of this awesome community that we are growing here.
0: Yeah. Hey, sorry. Quick reminder. I'm sorry. Can we do a quick cut here for one second? Turn the music down. I totally forgot to announce Ladies and gentlemen, next week on the show, make sure you tune in. We, had a, we have a Pokemon Direct this week. We have a Pokemon event. Who should be on the show next week to talk Pokemon? Roger's Base is coming back next week, oh, yeah. March 4th, talking some Pokemon with us. We so love Roger. So for a
1: three-hour show.
0: Yeah, we love Roger. We love Pokemon. Uh, if you've got Pokemon questions and comments, and we're going to love to hear your interactions next week, live, Twitch, YouTube, Roger's Base, the Nintendo Dads. We're back at it again, uh, and we're super excited about that. You, awesome. may, you, you may continue now, now. I apologize.
1: Let's go. <laughs> uh, head on over to nintendodads.org where you can check out all our YouTube videos, tweets, podcast episodes, links to all of our social media and our Patreon page, as well as the newly started Extra Life 2021 team. We're already talking about it. We're already planning. Uh, you can also go to the Nintendo Dad shop and buy a lot of Nintendo Dads merch, which helps us out. And uh, helps you look stylish and cool as you go out on the town. Uh, also, you can email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or call in and leave a voicemail at 929-25-NDADS. That's 929-256-3237. We'll play it right here on the show. Big thanks to OC Remix for the music used throughout the show. A reminder, sharing is caring. Tell people about the show. Send them a link. Invite them to listen to a podcast. And be sure to leave a five-star review and some words and uh, let people know how awesome the show is, how much you enjoy it. It helps people find us. Guys, this has been episode 316 for me, for Justin, for Jesse, and for Tim, who's somewhere out there in the ether, probably just in the YouTube chat. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening in to
1: Nintendo ads.
0: Wobble Puffet? Wobble Buffet?